What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Vey Thelenoir Podcast. I am your host, Mariani, and today I am so excited to have this conversation with you guys. I have two incredible ladies here with me, um, Carrie and Julia. They are the founders of Christian Matchmaking LA, and it's a um, matchmaking service Um dedicated to to Christians and I'm so excited to have this conversation I think that not only um do we need to talk about it more especially in the church and just having um a a healthy process too so I'm excited to to just get into it um welcome Carrie and Julia hi hello what's up thanks for having us yeah I'm (laughs) Yeah, thank, thank you, you for being here. Um, so you you both are friends, and you guys are both you girls are both from Orange County, right? That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And and how are you guys doing with this quarantine um, season? <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Uh, I figured out all the perfect lighting and angles within you my know bedroom. What? So Come on, that's amazing. amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm not in relationship virtual, so that's uh, been interesting. <laughs> you know what? Lighting is everything. People mm-hmm. don't understand lighting. It, it's a game changer. Um, it's a mood changer too. So thank you to thanks. Um, this is amazing. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We're just going to dive right into it. Um, ladies, can you, how did you guys come up with this? With How did you come up with the idea? I want to know everything. How did this happen? How did Christian Matchmaking LA service happen? Yeah. So it actually started roughly about a year ago. Um, it was more or less me being fed up with a dating culture mm-hmm. in LA and feeling like it was very hard to find other Christian, um, specifically Christian men. And also knowing um, so many women, so many very impressive women within my church community that were single and they would go to these social events and they would see all the other Christian guys from church and they would be single. And you think, well, they should be dating. You know, two groups of very successful, attractive people who are very viable candidates for each other and they weren't doing anything and so I thought let's let's expand it let's go outside of just one church because I think the cult the issue is people don't want to date within the church because if things don't go well you're kind of sexy in them yeah. every Sunday um and also I think for guys they Christian men tend to on average you know this is a big a blanket statement tend to be a little bit more reserved than non-christian men and so by creating a matchmaking program where it's sort of a safe space for both parties to talk we're a helping with you know the whole dating dilemma in la but b uh, creating giving feedback that they can't get through normal apps or through traditional dating um but so that was what inspired it and it was really going it was operating at a minimum because it was just me doing it and then I had resurfaced it maybe nine months later and Carrie signed up for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Carrie, we we got to talking and Carrie's like, this is something I'm so passionate about. And Carrie, I'll let you speak to what happened um, 
when you were praying about this? Yes. So, yeah, I mean, um, actually, a couple years ago, I was on my way out, actually, out of L.A. to do missions work. I was going to be a part of um, the World Race, where that is going to 11 countries in 11 months. And Mm. so I really felt like that was where I was called to go or just even missions in general. And then um, I felt like at that time when it was about to go, I mean, I pulled my car and everything was kind of on the plan to go. And then I just felt a hesitation. I prayed about it and I had more peace to stay than to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, you know, I had, I had to really pray about it and make sure like, this is from the Lord, you know, it's not my own fears or anything like that. And I asked the Lord to give me a word. And one thing that I felt like you said was your mission is not places, it's spaces. And mm-hmm. so with that time, Carrie, say that again. I felt that he said, your mission is not places, it's spaces. Mm-hmm. So at the time you know two years ago I really felt like I was supposed to stay in LA like LA was my mission field and since then you know I was I've been praying for what is the the need that I fit like where could I fit in like the needs of LA because you can just walk outside and there's just needs everywhere with homelessness and right all kinds of things and for a while I've been doing more uh, youth and child um, at risk outreach but I also thought that there was something different like God called me to and so by the end of last year I started to notice that one of the biggest needs in LA really has been the single Christian community mm. and just like you know hearing how it, it's hard to connect with other believers in dating and also myself like I feel like I was close enough to the pain to understand you know how frustrating it could be dating um with apps and all the things and so when I met Julia when I actually heard about Christian Matchmaking LA I was really excited about it because it kind of just goes into like the whole um there's someone there with you through the journey of dating and that's where when you have a matchmaker so one thing that christian matchmaking la is not is an app it's not an app like you Mm -hmm. actually have a personalized matchmaker that is going and helping you through this process so um knowing that and just the mission behind it it was just everything that i've been feeling for like LA and then also even for myself like I've written down the things that like I've been frustrated with with the dating culture and hearing that this is the mission I had to come on board with it wow and I love the mission statement can you guys just uh, maybe just go through it real quick because it's not only empowering it's um it really shifts your like perspective too and never settle, you know? Can you guys just go through the mission statement, please? Yeah, so I'll paraphrase it, but at its core, we believe that modern dating has become sort of this transient process where people are not putting God at the mm-hmm. center of it. Um, you know, people treat others as disposable or not necessarily disposable, but, you know, you can just swipe left, swipe right, right whatever. Um, but 
the idea is um, to create a movement that transforms Christian dating um, to A, be intentional, so not treat people as disposable, B, be respectful, and C, be open-minded, um, and within all of that, still be Christ-centric. Mm -hmm. And so our heart is for matchmaking, but it's also for continued yeah. growth because it's not like um, it's not like you match two people and then you go, good, my hands are, yeah. you know, we're done, we're done here, go and go on your ways. But we want to create an ecosystem where it's this continual journey um, of nourishing the soul through our content um, when it comes to relationships overall. Because it's like any sort of machinery, you have to maintain that machinery, otherwise it will break mm -hmm. down. And so we don't want it to just be matchmaking, but more of a, uh, that's the, the launch pad for a future of continued God-centric. So good. Um, relationships. Yeah, that's so cool. And yeah, and I wanted to add with Carrie's thing, what I thought was so profound, it gave me chills when she told me that thing about faces, not places, because mm. she didn't mention this, but she was, we have this internal mm. tool that we can look at everyone's um, yeah. headshot. And that's when she's like, oh, That's so, wow. Yeah. what you mean. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's really profound. Yeah. That's so cool. So tell me, like, what is the process? Like, how do people like join and, and just what is the process with this? Like, how does it work? Yeah. So when somebody uh, signs up, it takes about 15 minutes to fill out the okay. intake form. Once they're finished, uh, we will have a matchmaker get in contact with you within one to two weeks. Um, they'll use that time to basically um, fill in any gaps in information um, ask questions that might be more personal that they might not have felt comfortable answering on, you know, some random form. Um, get an idea of their personality overall so that we can match them as best as possible. Um, and then from there, what we'll do is we'll pray and then we'll look in our actual database to see if there's any eligible mm. candidates. Now, from an operational standpoint, as we scale, um, some of these candidates might not be ones that I interviewed, but might be ones that Carrie or one of our yeah. other volunteers have interviewed. Um, and so if we find a match for them based on our preliminary understanding, we then take it to a different um, platform where we submit our proposal and then the other matchmaker will have mm. to agree or disagree. And we basically have to make a case for why we think these two will be together and both matchmakers wow. have to be in agreement. And then from there, we typically okay. message the guy first to see if he's interested. And if he says yes, the, then we message the girl. If the girl says yes, we give the guy the girl's number with the expectation that they set up a date. And of course, in these current times, a virtual yeah. date um, as soon as possible, because we don't want, you know, we we want people to, to be intentional, yeah. you know, so um so when, once the date is set up, we the guy will let us know the day of the date so we can pray okay. the morning of. Um, and then after the date, we'll, we'll, we'll arrange a call for feedback. And if that feedback is beneficial to either party, we will disclose wow. that information. Um, in, of course, a kind way if it builds them up, but we would never do anything that tears them down. And we typically do a sandwich structure where you say if something went well, 
you know, you say that first and then you say areas for improvement and then end with something well. Um, again, if that's something that both parties wow. would be receptive to. This is so to. cool because it's almost like you have a team, you know, and mm-hmm. and this is this is so intentional because you're filling out a form that says any other dating website, it'll take you like three seconds, like where you, you know, the city that you live in and um, how many miles apart do you, you know what I mean? Like how far do you want the other person to be? Um, but this is so specific and there is a process where it's, it's like you don't want to waste your time either. So that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. We live in Thank a culture you. where ghosting and not defining the relationship is so common. Um, how does this help people that join this matchmaking service? Like, how does it um, help them not only with the process, but like to go through a process where you know they're not just throwing their their heart out there? I guess does that make sense? Yeah, and and I think um, the whole process that we go through it kind of it answers it's an answer to some of the things that have been going on like you mentioned with ghosting and not defining the relationship um and it comes down to accountability and just like communication um having a matchmaker is is really a sense of accountability too because we're here in support and then also our intentions are for each of them to have a successful even um, experience so I think with like the ghosting culture it's more of like more of a selfish mindset where it's like if it doesn't serve me then I don't need to care about it or that person and so really having somebody who is accountable for even to date and have somebody else be accountable for someone else so um, I see that as like the matchmaking and then with not defining the relationship, I think that just kind of goes with the whole um, heart, our process with the communication, with the feedback. So after the first date, pretty much, you know, you tell the matchmaker if what well, you thought about the other person, if you want to see them again. So in that, you know, you're able to kind of define like where you see yourself. And I personally actually encourage people to give it at least three dates because, um, the first two dates you are kind of getting comfortable with each other and then by the third date you can kind of tell where you could see this person as more of a friend gotcha. or more you know romantic feelings which we always encourage people to stay friends i mean everybody has been handpicked for each other so there are similarities and compatibilities to this this relationship so um it's worth finding out more and you can't usually tell within the first date. Um, so it's just really, really good to just even have a um, foot forward with even meeting people that you already have things in common with. Mm. Um, so just overall, I even think that part of our, our process where we have the guy, you know, um, we ask the guy first if he's interested in the girl we show a picture and then you know what we why we feel that they would be compatible and then from there we have tell the girl if he says yes then we tell the girl you know the same thing show the guy and then also why we think that we think they're a good fit 
And with that, I mean, the guy is taking risks. So that's one part of the process that we didn't want to take out of dating. Like the guy is taking a risk. He is still pursuing her. And at the point that we tell the girl that, you know, this guy is interested, he's already said yes to her. So it's just, we did want to keep, we wanted to bring it back to where men are being, um, are still pursuing women mm-hmm. and then the women feel safe in this environment um, with dating. Wow, that's so good. How, um, and account- accountability is very, very important and I love that. Um, so dating can really, it can reveal a lot about ourselves in areas we need healing in. Have you guys ever had this type of situation? And if yes, how did you guys handle it like moving forward? I think just in every relationship, you know, you can always learn from something, uh, whether it's a good or bad experience, whether it's a friend or a family member. Um, and then in dating, I think what it reveals a lot is with ourselves. Um, I mean, just like there are deeper issues too that you can find out about yourself, like codependency mm-hmm. or, um, you know if even if you are still dealing with a loss um and seeing that play out when you actually are in a dating relationship or it can just be like things that are superficial that I think that I've I've dealt with with even with myself but even being a coach um one thing I will say is that you know everybody well every a lot of girls that are like at least five six or seven yeah say that they want a tall guy like six feet and over yeah yeah. and it's like I want a guy when I wear heels they're taller Mm -hmm. than me you know and so I've actually said that myself I'm five seven um and then just like just really fixated on this thing about like you have to be six foot or or more where now like with the whole um with being in this program I've met girls that are five two and saying the same thing. I need a guy that's six feet or, or taller. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, why is yeah. that? You know, and really like the psychology to that is that when we see men that are tall, we feel safe mm. and that there's a, you know, um, you, there's a sense of safety and security. Whereas actually like personally, I've dated someone that was just a, little bit over five eight you know and so for me usually I would be like that's too short well actually with that relationship I felt safe Mm. you know he was strong and like a side note like he like did boxing and Mm. all of those things so I felt like that sense of um, security and like safe in that way where that if you are if you're able if your needs are being able to if your needs are being met yeah. in other ways, like the superficial things that we're fixated on don't matter. Yeah. So I think that too is one thing, having a coach, having someone come alongside, yeah. like why do you want the things that you want? Um, and then even like the inner works of like, is the person that I'm looking for looking for me? So um, that those are the things that we learn within ourselves with dating and then if those things arise Mm. it's good to have someone that's in your corner kind of guiding you through that and why you think this way um and then essentially like if you do like topics okay like we are still gonna try to meet those groups but it's just like 
sometimes you have to think why I want this yeah news. yeah 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 and there's a a lot of people will say that for the for the partner that you have dated that you met in real life would you have swiped left or right right mm-hmm. on them if you saw them online and most people wouldn't have chosen yeah, that partner so true <laughs> so, so true and Carrie yeah and Carrie, Carrie mentions coaching so one thing I did want to touch on um, just so that everyone's clear is that our program is free yeah. we operate on a donations basis um, and then for people who do wish to pursue any sort of coaching if they feel like there's areas in their life they can improve on when it comes to dating. Um, Carrie is actually trained. She went through a whole course um, to, to provide that at a paid fee um, if that's wow, needed. that's so cool. You guys are changing the game. You guys have just created like a healthy way of dating and just the approach, especially in the church, you know, like I feel like it's mm-hmm. almost, it's not a taboo, but nobody really talks about it, you know? Um, and so yeah. this type of process is so important and it's, it should also be celebrated, you know, and, um, I think there are people out here that are re- looking for real connections. You know, we are built for connections. That's how God built us. And I think even people that are looking for hookups, I really believe that they just don't know how to maneuver their process, you know? So mm-hmm. as, um, as a dating coach and as, as a Christian, how do you handle situations like this? Like making sure people know like what their needs are. Well, um, I think that even with the intake form that we have, um, it's really catered to understand the person more, but then it also asks the questions about, um, you know, your love languages and uh, Myers-Briggs and just your non-negotiables. And I think that like with that, first of all, the whole thing, like to do the intake form, to have an interview with a matchmaker, that kind of um, weeds out the people that just want hookups, you know, because this is such a long process. Um, where this is more for someone that's, you know, ready for something serious. And then, um, but even if like, say, just say that, Hey, like I have had this in my history of like just hooking up and don't know how to date healthily, you know, in a healthy way, this would be a great place to start because like I said, like you, there is a process that you go through first for us to understand you but then also the person that you're going to be in front of or be matched with um has more depth to that yeah. than just hooking up you know yeah. like this is not like the, these everybody is at, at a place where they are ready that's so cool to, move to the next level yeah so that's cool that definitely does I mean it's just about being intentional and um, yeah this is so cool this is so hands on it is like really encouraging and refreshing to know that you know we don't have to walk through this process alone I'm sure there are people that are nervous to get back into like the dating scene and to see and to see this and know we have a community as single people and LA is a it's a different it's a different beast out here in LA when it comes to dating too, you know? And cause it's, I mean, you have the entertainment industry, you have the church and then you have just people, you know? And so it's, it's so different. And, um, 
to know that we have a community as like single people and as you know us wanting to turn to like the next chapter um and you know and that's dating what would your advice to people that are just getting back on and wanting to have like a healthy way of dating what would you guys um what would you guys tell them I hope my question was clear by the way was it clear okay yeah okay. yeah it's clear you're talking about other than other than right, signing up for right, the program yeah. well i would say in terms of dating apps i would limit the intake because personally i think that the more people go on dating apps the more it desensitizes mm. us it can be a very dangerous i mean not to you know put my sure, conspiracy yeah. or my weirdo hat on um but it can be really mm-hmm. dangerous you know you you treat you can go from being recently broken up you know with a long-term partner to exactly the same place as someone else where they treat people in a certain way and so we don't you know if they're going to go online just limit it and i would say look in places that you're going to find people who share your values um church obviously is good but you don't want to go to church just to meet someone and that you know there's that's the whole that's a, a whole other part of why we started this is to not make church about dating or about just having fun it's, it should be about god and not mm. that so um beyond church there's there's crossroads um which is an organization that hosts singles events um there's there's beach volleyball i know they play mm. on the west side if there's any local people listening um i know vintage church hosts there's people with vintage church that host a monthly yeah. kickball team. So that's a great place to yeah. meet those people without necessarily um, you know, compromising yeah. your beliefs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I think too like, you know, there's more than one way to meet someone. I mean, this off this can essentially be a tool too with matchmaking. Yeah. Um and our whole heart is to serve the single christian community yeah. so that's really what it is with you know them as a person and then in relationship and then even like other avenues to to date and even like things to do in LA like we are all for the single christian community yeah. um i think one thing that i will say is as far as um getting back into dating is just to just to really like trust yourself i think some people um you know obviously of course like trust in the lord and really see if this is a place of healing for you or actually or, like taking that next step but i think some people are just hesitant to trust themselves um and really like the time could be now yeah. um you know you I know now we're all in our homes with this whole quarantine thing but um usually we used to say like your husband's not going to show up at your doorstep <laughs> but um, like, in this case um he may you know through Skype or through your phone <laughs> yeah. um, we just so cuz we do you know are encouraging more like FaceTime and Skype dates but either way um I just think that even in this time like my whole message too is that your love story still lives on mm-hmm. you know no matter what like even through the quarantine like we can find ways um to still connect and meet people yes. 
And so yeah. don't give up. It's out there. And and I'm excited. I'm really excited. One thing, too, about uh, Christian Matchmaking LA is that I'd like to say is that we have a larger net, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have hundreds of people in our um, membership now. And that's so awesome. People- that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so some people, I mean, just with their schedules, just in general, like with scheduling, like being so busy and not really being able to to date, just to have a place where we can connect you with people of like minded faith and actually active in their faith and even personality wise and direction that they want their life to be. We can connect you with someone maybe that lives you know, on the west side of town and you're in more central valley. And so I know God can do all things, but it's just, we're able to like find these people, um, essentially instead of you just like going out and meeting people or even online. So, um, that's how we, I feel like it's a, an incentive for, for you too, to have a a place where we have a larger net to work with. This yeah, and one of no, you go ahead. Oh, sorry. As as an add to that, um, one of the common sentiments we hear, especially from women, is that, especially women that are in their early thirties, is that they feel like there's no quote unquote mm. good ones left. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go on these dating apps and they'll they'll put no filter, um, and they'll meet a guy and then they'll find out, okay, um, we're not compatible because we don't share the same values yeah. when it comes to faith. And then they'll put the filter on and they'll feel like, okay, I'm meeting these Christians, but like they're saying they're Christian, but are they really Christian? Because it doesn't seem like they are. So then the next step is they go on those Christian dating apps, you know, praying that like, please, Lord, find me someone. They go on these Christian dating apps. There's four guys there. All four are like way younger, way, you know, and that's just like a nail in the coffin of just like feeling really, really bad about yourself. No, totally. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so we love to think that like we're giving faith Mm. to a lot of women because Mm. our database is 50, uh, it's, it's more or less right now, 50% men and 50% women. Mm -hmm. And most people think it would be predominantly women, but no, it's just the men don't, the men aren't going to be as Mm. forward um, in the ways that we expect them to be. And also to add to your earlier question about someone who's getting back out there and dating. Um, one thing is how can you go about finding out if the person you're talking to is Christian and doing it in a way that's respectful to them, but also respectful of Mm. each other's time. Um, because it is a delicate conversation. You don't want anyone to feel like, you know, you're prejudicing yourself but at the end of the day you don't also want to spend eight months with that person only to realize ultimately right you're not compatible or have him tempt or her tempt you to do things that you're not yeah. ethically okay with yeah and also to add to that i love all these um, add-ons it's so powerful <laughs> <laughs> um you know some of um some of the people in the the program uh with our the purity is really big for them and so one thing is is that one of the parts of it is that we do um we're able to provide at least that much um i don't know how to say like we ask about their preference when it comes to waiting for marriage right 
it is a sensitive topic um and typically it's it correlates with other variables but we we will match people um so that they can find someone else who's also waiting so that they don't feel nice sensitive. right the good word waiting so yeah so who's waiting for marriage yeah. and you know there's no judgment yeah. at all you know other, everyone has their own yeah. convictions but there are some people that they uh, really want to make sure that that's the biggest thing for them so we do have that within the conversation that you have with your own matchmaker so it's not you know on the intake form or anything but that's just something that we know of yeah. them uh, and so we just make sure that they are matched with people that say that they want to the share same the thing. same value I'm just mm-hmm. so encouraged having this conversation. I mean, there's so much hope for us, you know, and I like, you know, and not only in LA, like if you're listening to this from wherever you're listening, you know, to like you two can create, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like healthy, um, just a healthy community too, when it comes to like dating, you know, of course, like starting with yourself. I honestly love this and thank you so much for creating something like this. Um, it is needed. <laughs> it is definitely mm-hmm. needed. And I love how specific it is, you know, like when you look at other different, you know, dating apps and stuff, like you can literally go to Tinder, no shade to Tinder and get a hookup or, you know, or Bumble mm-hmm. or, you know, even Facebook has a dating um, thing now too. But I, I love how specific this is because this is, this has so much purpose, you know, especially for like, I'm single and this just it's so specific and it's catered to us and, and I love this. Mm-hmm. What what's you guys' website? It's cool. Um do you guys have a Instagram? We do and that is at christianmatchmakingla.com. Okay. And it's okay and on Instagram too. Wait, the Instagram? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's at it's at Christian Matchmaking LA. Awesome. Awesome. Ladies, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you for coming on Vaitel and Noah and um, sharing your your purpose and sharing this with the world, really. This is such a gift. I appreciate you too for being here. And please come back. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. So much. Yeah. Thank nice. you. Thank you for listening Bye. and have a good one. And edit. Bye. Bye, guys. Wait, I'll text you guys. I'm going to edit all of this conversation. Okay. How did you guys feel? I felt good. I said dot com on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I edit that out I too. Literally... It's not. <laughs>